Welcome, Digital Difference Makers. Today, we may have Giuliano Gonzalez, a serial entrepreneur who's done a lot of different things, so it's hard to come up with one title for the man. Welcome, Giuliano. Thanks, dude. Good to be virtually and also have met you in person, hang out. It's a completely different experience when you hang out with someone on the internet, isn't it? You meet them the first time. We met last year for the first time. Yeah, I know. It's funny like that, isn't it? Like we... um. You know, you can know people for so long just through being in the same space, you're chatting on Messenger all the time, and then you get to meet them in person. It's like, whoa, it's totally different. It's different. It's different. You actually get to see these people, right? It's pretty interesting. Absolutely. For the people that don't know you yet, who are you and what you what do you do? Um Great question. So I've done, I've been working in the agency space, done for you space. I did that two years and now I've got an info product uh, and now I'm transitioning into SaaS. Um, when I was running my agency, we managed to do that very quickly from zero to one mil uh, in under 12 months. Uh, and then we sort of are about to hit the same sort of milestone in the info product soon as well. Um, yeah, I consider myself, I wouldn't say a jack of all trades, but I definitely know how to do pretty much everything in an online business, like run ads, um, creatives. I know how to do email marketing, SMF marketing. I know how to build funnels, upsells, downsells, sales, team management, the whole shebang. So I entered the space wanting to be that and wanting to understand every single component of the business. So at the moment that I wanted to offload and outsource, I knew that when things weren't going wrong, like when things were going wrong, that was my goal to learn everything. So when I outsource it, I'm like, no, you're not doing this because of this. And then people were able to move quick because I knew what I was doing. So in a nutshell, that's who I am. But how'd you get started? Because you've like, are you someone that you had like entrepreneur when you were like really young and you were you know, starting businesses yeah. when you were really young or like what yeah. sort of sparked I mean, I think, your business? I journey? think we're all, yeah, 100%. I think we're all a product of our family. And growing up, I saw my grandpa who worked at the mines work long hours all the time. And I never, like almost never been in home. But when he was at home, it was like exciting because he would come from the mines and he would bring all these presents. And yeah, I just remember everyone like, talking like yeah like you know Hugo he works so hard like he works so hard and that word stuck with me and you know like I, I really truly do believe that you know I've, I've experienced my own trauma growing up which I've fixed and got a rid of which I'm really happy and I saw a psychologist that really helped me through that and, and changed some certain beliefs um, but I feel like we really are a product of the environment that we grow into so if your carer is an entrepreneur or they have some sort of drive they don't even have to be an entrepreneur but you see them working you see them doing stuff and not being a bum um you're probably going to have those sort of traits in yourself and that's me growing up i saw my grandma and my grandpa hustling and then my mom and my dad hustling and i sort of was like well they're hustling they're hustling now it's up to me to hustle and then help you know my mom my dad my grandpa my grandma eventually um just help them out you know what I mean? And make sure that I'm successful so I can make them proud. Uh, and more importantly, leave uh, a good mark. I don't want to say legacy because I think legacy is just bullshit. I think if, you know, I can 
help an extra person become better like that fulfills me that makes me happy like when i've got people on my program say hey because of this at the end this like that makes me happy happiness i also think it's very overrated i think joyfulness it's a better option because happy can happiness comes and goes like an immediate feeling it's like having sex and coming like you boom like that you know what i mean like it could last for a you know it's not a forever thing but definitely it's a beautiful thing but i think being joyful and being grateful are two main things that I have in my life. And that's what has helped me get to the level that I am today. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Cause I, I I've always had, I've, I think a lot of people in our lives talk about like, you know, I just want to be happy and like, Hey, as long as you're happy, I think like that whole chasing to be happy all the time is trying to like control something that's uncontrollable. Right. Like if you're happy all the time, then that becomes, normal wouldn't that be like your normal state and then it's not yeah. really like happiness is a change of state you know it just doesn't really make sense to me to be happy all the time and if that's the only thing that you're trying to have or be and that's like the measure of success and you talked about hustle a bit there because i think there's a lot of like entrepreneurs now that have this like argument around like hustle versus like flow and alignment and stuff like that What's your view on that? Obviously, you're more on the hustle side, but what do you think yeah. about people that sort of anti-hustle? I mean, like, honestly, two days ago, I probably would have answered this saying, like, fuck them hippie cunts. That's exactly what it was, like, fucking hippie cunts. They're broke. Um, but recently, again, like, my grandparents flew down from uh, Sydney, my mom, and, you know, like, I, I am all about, like, I'm very self-aware. So I know that as much as I've got good, I've got bad. And sometimes, and I'm not sure who would need to hear this, but uh, I'm very opinionated when people ask me a question and that's fine. Like, you know, I respect everyone's opinion, yada, yada. But I think if someone's happy doing that, then that's, that's, that's what it is. You know what I mean? If they're happy um, only working when they feel like working and that is what, you know, fulfills them and what they want to do, that's okay. That is honestly okay. The thing that is not okay is with people saying, I want to make a million dollars, but I only want to work when I feel like it. See, that's, it's not congruent enough. Like it's not, that is not aligned. Okay. But if you say to me, Jules, you know what? I'm happy with just making, man, I don't know, like six K a month and um, being able to have the time that I want to do, go to the gym, eat good food. Cause you know, like you can probably do that anyway, right? With that sort of money, you know, at a certain level, if you watch your money, um, and that's okay. That's your choice. But don't go out there and say that you want to do things and then you don't follow through because especially, um, and I have to be careful here, when men say that, to me, it's like, what, what's a man without his word? And I'm going to flip it onto the woman. What's a woman without her word? In a world where equality is everything, right? This is not just, just a saying about, oh, it's all about men and keeping the word. No, like, you know, females want equality too. And what's a woman without her word? Like, words, how can somebody trust you? If you say that you want to do something, then you don't do it. It's conflicting. Yeah, I mean, I remember that was something that I had to work through like three years ago. Like one of my first coaches, I mean, they, we had to have like a really hard talk around like, hey, you're just like, you're consistently inconsistent. And that was like, you yeah. know, fuck, that's, that hits hard. Like, that's very, very true. And he was like, I think 
the issue is, and, and, I, and I'm sure, it, and maybe you've done this yourself, or I know definitely some listeners would have, we set like, you know, really big goals and then, or like, you know, so many things you're hoping to achieve within like a small period of time that you just mm. can't actually get it all done. So you mm. don't do any of it or you do like, yeah. you, you hardly do anything as opposed to setting like something realistic and just continually I getting agree. it done, you know? And I think like there's, there's a lot of people that are, um, that are doing that sort of in that yeah. space of like, uh, I think I heard one guy talk about it recently calling it uh, ambitious, lazy people. Yeah. I think that was something that like, you know, to, came to my mind a, a fair few people that I know just that in fact, they've got some huge, huge goals of what they want, but they're unrealistic in like the actions that it's going to take to act, to get that done. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, and I think, you know what, the biggest problem is that people don't understand the system, especially in the online space. So if you're a coach, consultant, uh, course creator, and you guys are going the organic route, I always advise anyone to go that route first and after going through paid. But for example, like I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys a game, some game changing information right now while Job is <laughs> sneezing in the background. Um so if you think about a funnel, right, like you have the very wide thing at the top and at the bottom, at the bottom is very narrow. There's different stages in the organic game. And I call it number one, it's having, a, you know, extremely optimized social media profile, right? And that's, you know, looking at your photo, your cover, your bio and the about me. Now, the main core thing that we want is that the consumer takes one single action when they come into your profile. And that is clicking on the funnel that you've got or your website that is very simplistic, that has a clear uh, breakdown of what you do, who you are. And it says something along the sides like, hey, send me the word X, Y, and Z if you want to learn more. Because then it's an inbound lead. Does that make sense? You can call message someone and before they reply to you, they check you out and they'll be like, press. And it's suddenly not a call DM anymore. It's switched over to inbound because now they're interested about who you are and what you do, right? So that's number one, the profile. Number two, my opinion, is having a really good funnel because without having a good profile and not having a good funnel, that's going to sell people automatically onto your system. It's not going to really work well. Like it doesn't have to be a funnel if you're a beginner. It could be a Google document explaining who you are and what you do. So when you message someone on the DMs or whatever, and they're like, hey, Joe, what do you do? Actually, sadly, like... A, Here's a quick doc of about what I do. Like, if you're interested, yeah. they read it quickly. It's short, concise to the point. There's a lot of CTAs. You're selling them with a copy. Bang. Next one. I think also fun, profile, funnel, and the next one is conversations, right? And in conversations, you have different sections. You have engagement, you have the DMs, and then you have follow up. Okay. On those three sections, engagement is the most underrated thing in order for you to build a following and a personal brand in the online space. So if I ask you, Joe, like how many hours does your team spend engaging on people's staff every day on Facebook for you? How long? Probably spend half an hour to an hour. Yeah. My team spends all day. I've got one person, her job is to all day comment and like on, on all my friends, 4,000 people. She circles around them in the whole month, every month. She goes and likes and comments and leaves meaningful comments 
um, and she's there, like we're engaging. So then when we drop a post, a lot of people like, you know, they think that when you drop a post and you get no likes and comments, that it's not going to convert. No, wrong. If you've done the engagement, right, and you've messaged them in the past and you've connected some sort of way and they know who you are, what you do, at some point, it's like having a tree and planting the apples. And then sadly, the apples, when they're, they're ready to drop, they start dropping. That's what happened to me. It took me like um, six months to be on my personal profile. And then suddenly people started tagging me on like different posts with Tyler Welsh, Sam Evans. Hey, this is the guy for the blue tick. This is the guy for the PR. Boom, boom, boom. People were tagging me. And I, I, need, I didn't even know who these people were, but they were tagging. You know, I build that reputation. So that's the part for conversations. We talked about profile, final conversations, right? Again, recap on the conversations is the engagement, DMs, and follow-ups, okay? Really important components. Now, once you have the conversation aspect covered, okay, then you move into the CTAs and also content. So there's two types of content. You can do a post and you can do a story, right? That needs to happen six days a week, every day, no matter what because that's how you recycle all of your leads. It's like running an ad. This is the thing about organic. Like the reach is not huge, but if you're every day doing it, the algorithm is going to pick it up and be like, dude, this guy's consistent. Let's reward him. Let's show him more places. So the more that you push and the more consistent you are, the more you'll show up on people's feed. Plus, remember the engagement aspect of it. That's the game changer too. So you're posting every day, you're engaging every day, you're DMing every day. Like, fuck me. Like, how can you not? How can you not book calls and get clients that way? It's impossible. It's impossible, right? Given that you've taken care of the profile, the funnel, you're talking to people, you're posting content, then it's going to go into calls and then it's going to go into sales. So that is sort of the funnel that I see in the organic space that no, nobody really breaks down about. Yeah, I don't think yeah, there's a lot of people that are hoping that they put up maybe like one post um their profile is just like yeah a, a selfie that they've done they don't have a cover photo there's no bio or anything that says yeah. like who they are and what they do so like they're yeah. just hoping that like one post is going to have someone like a bunch of people saying you know hey joe like i need to work with you you know i, I love that like post that you just put up and it's like it's it's not that you know it's like yeah. how many how many posts before that finally kicks through? I mean, like you, you've probably experienced this too, where you go to a networking event or you, you meet some people like, and they, they just randomly say like, Oh, I've, I've seen a lot of your stuff. Like I've seen yeah. your, I've seen your posts on, on LinkedIn or Facebook or TikTok or wherever. They say like, yeah. oh, I see everything that you're doing. And it's like, that's so funny. Cause I've never seen you like, like that. They, they may never engage. They may never have done they it. They may never like that are watching. They never like, dude, there's so many times where like, for example, I've seen you TikTok and I like you see my mate, but like if we were, if I didn't know you and I kept on seeing it, I would just look at it. I probably wouldn't even like it because I'm like, I don't want to get retarded or whatever. But if I keep seeing it over and over, I'll be like, dude, I keep seeing your shit everywhere. Like, what do you do? Because yeah. it's the consistency. The consistency is the game changer. If you can't, I'm not consistent. And I'm sorry if you don't like the word can't, so you have to deal with it now. We're in the podcast, okay? If you're not consistent, you're never going to be successful, dude. Why would it? Why would, why would God, why would God reward you, right, with wealth if you're not even serious about it? Because if you're not consistent, you're not serious about your business. That's the way that I see it. If you're not serious, you're not like, yeah, it's crazy. Ludicrous. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. So, what was it? Was it seeing your grandfather and then seeing how hard he worked that really drove this home for you? That like that was how you wanted to be and you wanted to. Yeah, it wasn't just my grandpa. Same, same values. It wasn't just my grandpa. It was my dad as well. My dad, uh, my dad, and my mom, and like my whole family, man. They just fucking hustlers, man. They work really fucking hard to have what they have. You know what I mean? Like I remember growing up as a teenager, my dad would go to work sick. And I used to work, I worked with my dad at a warehouse together when we first go to Australia, when we're immigrants, right? Because we're immigrants in Australia. And mate, like, just fucking, he would go sick. Didn't care. Mate, he was crooked one time. He thought, now I gotta go. You're good, I gotta provide. So he was sending a message to his son saying, dude, this is what you got, this is what you have to do when you have your own family, dude. That that's the subconscious again. And this is something so important, and it's so hard for some people to understand this. Everything in life online, it's subconscious selling, right? Subconscious selling. Pay attention. Pick up to this background. You're watching this podcast. I'm not sure if you where you can see it, but I've got a nice painting on the back of a nice little bird that pops out, right? Probably you can't see it because I've shut down all my blinds. It's super bright on this side here. But everything has been set up. So you look at me and you think, wow, this guy's cool, right? But you've only been able to pick that up now because I'm saying it out loud. And probably your brain, because I've said it out loud, you might think, wow, he's arrogant. Wow, he's egocentrical, right? But you only think that now because I've said it out loud and you've realized what I'm doing to you. If you're not able to subconsciously sell all of your prospects, you are never going to make money, right? Never. Never. Right. I think you're um it's interesting too because I think there'd be a lot of people that would maybe hear the way that you speak about some things and think that you're like someone that's very money focused and like that that's the only thing that matters and it, and it's interesting because I've, I've I and then I see some other people that are all about um flow and you know talk about helping people but they're, they're, they're kind of the opposite, you know? And, mm. and I think I, I think that's an interesting thing to bring up because I, I find it interesting because it was like, you know, I'd been in the space for, you know, maybe a year. I was doing okay. Um, but there was some things that were just off about how I was doing the things I was doing and how I was presenting myself. I remember you and me got on a call and you said, hey, what's going on? How are things going? Like, be real with me and... I told you what was going on. You ba- you just said, let's jump on a 30-minute call. I'll, I'll smash through everything you need to start doing. You just gave me 30 minutes of your time. And you know, right after that, I had one of the biggest months I've ever had. You know, Yeah. There was nobody else at the time that was going to spend that time with me. And just out of like, hey, I just want to help. You know? So I think like... Mm-hmm. That's something that I think is important to bring up because I think some people can like, yeah, you know, you're very, they don't, they, they don't. You're, very, yeah. you're very go, go, go. You talk about hustle. You talk about like working hard and getting shit done and you can be harsh, but you're also that person. It's like you, you're harsh because, because you care. You know, I think that's I am harsh because I care. That that's exactly up. right. If you were a drop kick, I would have never reached out, but the thing that I've always stood out about you is that you're consistent. 
Again, we always circle back to that word, guys. Consistency is king. So Joe was insistent that it was killing me because then I remember like when I very like, all right, I got to be honest, like I've never not make money online, right? And this is not from a place of ego. And I swear to God, I'm just trying to be honest here. Like I've never not, I've never struggled. I've struggled to scale at points. That's a different issue. But I've never sort of struggled going broke or not getting clients, right? But I just felt, remember me of someone and I was like, Job has so much potential and he just needs to break through the belief that he can do it and he needs to see it for himself. So to me, to give you those 30 minutes meant so much more than to you pay me money because you being successful then fulfilled me. It made me feel happy. Again, it made me feel happy at the point and now I feel joy to see you do your podcast, to see you do, do like you're one of the most consistent guys still, but you're, you're, you're a targeted, you're like a spy. You're like a sniper. You know what I mean? Like you're now, you know where to shoot, right? You've got that clarity in you and dude, it's Saturday morning here. We're shooting this podcast at 9.30 a.m. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, so, weekends, weekends are off for most people, but you and me really love what we do. So <laughs> why, why yeah. do anything else? Yeah. You know? and, I, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see where, where this journey is going to take you. Now, I consider you one of my friends, you know. We've hang out, spoken online. You've come to my house. We've had dinner with a couple of other mates. Like, you know, like I just can't wait to see you win, like from a genuine place. Because I like to see other people around me win. I don't want to be the only fucking rich motherfucker around me. You know what I mean? Other, I need other rich motherfuckers around me too. You know? Because, and, and here's the thing. People think that money doesn't matter. Money money matters. Okay? Money is not everything, but it's pretty close to it. Yeah? Because how, like, if you're poor, like, how can you help other people? If you have a goal of helping millions of people, like many people watching this podcast, they have the goal of, like, I want to do this. I want to leave a legacy behind. Great. You have to be rich for that. You have to be rich. I've got it on my wall here. Every morning I look at it, I'm like, I'm a money-making machine. Money loves me. It's all about your beliefs. If you don't believe it, it's never going to come to you. You know, your thoughts become things. So if you don't think like that, money's never going to come to you. Money, it's a good thing. It's a great thing to have. So it means that you can help more people. That's the way that I see it, at least. No, I agree. I, and I and I think there's a, there's a lot of people that kind of will say, you know, Money doesn't matter, and they—that's a—that's a story. They're constantly they have money. telling themselves, yeah, because like to you know make themselves feel better at that time, or try and uh, they maybe they even feel guilty for having money, and they try to like make others around them that don't have money feel better about it. I just think that yeah, exactly what you're saying. It's if you have that, you have you can create time, yeah, to help more people. You can like be more generous with your giving because there's enough coming in for yourself as well. You can't give from an empty cup. You know, I think no, there's a lot of people trying to to do that. I met so many like altruistic entrepreneurs that are homeless and talking about giving, giving stuff away and trying to, and I'm like, it's just never going to crack the impact that you say you want to have cannot be had from where you're at and what you're doing right now. Yeah. It's not yeah. try you know, not say feel bad if you don't have money, but don't try to make yourself feel better about that and mm -hmm. not strive to do more. You know, like 
It's kind of like accept where you're at, but want for more, go for more. Yeah, I think there's there's not enough drive. There's no push, man. But the thing is, like, because entrepreneurship is sexy. Like, I'm telling you right now, if if I went ahead and did a coach of coaches offer, I'd sell that shit out like crazy. Because I like very much like you. Like, I'm able to. It's like I see it this way. I look at the hand, and then I can see the veins, the bones, the meat around it. I'm like. If these veins not connected here, that's what's wrong. Okay, let's put it together. Boom. Now it's going to start working. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, we're doing something much, much bigger that's going to, I'm pretty much going to give for next year, I think it's going to be the biggest year for everyone that knows me and follows me. I'll just give everything for free, right? Because the SaaS product is going to tie into everything. It's going to be super low ticket and it's pretty much going to change people's lives, which is a good thing uh, in the space. But yeah, like there's no point of keep paying coaches of coaches 15, 25. I've had someone paying $100,000. I get it. But when the, the information's out there for free, just I'm happy to give it away, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. We're, uh, in the, I think next year is going to be interesting. We're going into a product-based business as well. And again, same sort of model on the front end. We're just giving heaps away because if we do that, People want the net that 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 product is the next step thing. It just makes sense. So we're happy to give it away. Um, yeah. For yourself though, man, like what's what you're doing now? What's the impact you want to have in 15, 20 years time because of that? What's your mission? Um, it's gonna sound cliche. No, it's not actually. Um, I would love to build a, a decentralized coin in Chile or South America where the everyday person can put. every month. And based on the money, we can actually build schools, um, do events where people can get ahead, help, you know, people with needs, help the homeless people. And the people actually will have the power. They will have to say, no, the government. This is what I see coming in the future. The government, the rules, Some at some point, they won't have control over decentralized opinion um i've always thought when i was very young that this is why i never vote because i deep i deep down knew i'm like it's all controlled what a waste of time fucking waking up going and lining up and voting for someone if it's controlled money talks so my goal is if we can get enough people in south america and i can build a big enough profile where people like me and trust me or give me a shot like I want to build something for the people where they can have their opinion and control and have influence and not feel powerless because for the history in the longest time, this is the first time in the world that we have an option to be decentralized with crypto and NFTs and all this sort of stuff. Not massive on the space, but that's another very long, long-term vision for me is to give people the opportunity to manage and control at least the future. Have an opinion, feel heard. If I can... If I can do that, then I, I can die a happy man. It's really powerful, man. And I think that's um, it's a really good showcase for people that might not see how you can use your business as like a stepping stone for lots of different things. You know, like it's some people yeah. think that they they the business they have now has to be a hundred year, you know, fifty year business, and that they it, it can't be something that maybe grows without them and leads them to, to other things, you know? So I think that I agree. Yeah, it's, it's really powerful, man. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, yeah. Like I, again, like I don't believe in the cliche, like I want to change this to that, but 
I think for me, it's like, I just, I'm sick and tired of seeing people being so heavily involved in politics, especially in Chile, and things going nowhere. Things going nowhere, right? A country without its people, it's nothing. It's just a piece of fucking dust spread across. So the people is what make the country. And I feel responsible because I was giving a, I was given a golden ticket to come to Australia and do all the things that I'm doing now for a reason. I truly do believe that. I believe that. Uh, I believe in God. I believe that he's helped me and he's going to keep helping me get to that point. Uh, and if you don't believe in God, at least you got to believe in the star, the universe, whatever it is. And that's okay. That's your opinion. I respect that. But to me, I truly do believe that God has put me in this path to help other people eventually in the future. Uh, but right now, it's just hustle mode. <laughs> so I'm just chipping away. Got to ch keep chipping away and see what happens. Yeah, particularly for a, a goal like that, man. I think that's really yeah. cool. So what's what are your next steps over the next year? You said you're building a SaaS product and you've got yeah. cloud plugs at the moment. Yeah. What's the vision? I mean, I'm removing myself from cloud plugs. Definitely. I've, I've, I've hired people to manage my sales team now and we're going to scale that. Um, the SaaS is going to be invite only and it will remain invite only probably for two years. Um, simply because I want it to be invite only. I only like dealing with people that uh, it's like us. Remember when you, I invited you to the house, I was like, who do you know? I was like, yeah, these people. I'm like, do, how do you feel hundred percent? Like, yeah. I'm like, I was like, yeah, it's not the right timing, but I want to make sure that each person that joins that they have two tickets to give to people that are close to them, that they know that would benefit from this. And out of that, they will have an affiliate link and then vice versa. And then it can grow from there. But that is the next step. The next step will be me transitioning fully into tech and just being, you know, essentially the founder of one of my info products. I'm going to have somebody else run that so I can focus full time into the tech company. Yeah, awesome, man. I'm very keen yeah, to see how it, how it pans out for you. And is there anything else you'd like to let the audience know? Because um, I know yeah. you're do have a lot of I messages think, for the people and I think it's cool to sort of uh, see yeah. what, I what think, you would want to pass on if you could. I mean, it depends on what stage. Are you talking about someone that may be starting out or someone that is stuck? Let's say stuck. If you're stuck, you need to be seeking hardcore feedback. You need to um, just stop being soft, really. Like just ask your friends, ask people around you, hey, what do you think is not working for me? Be honest even if it hurts, right? And then you're going to have to make your own decision based on that feedback, if it's true or not. And if it's true, be honest with yourself and change and get out there and change your dreams because they're, they're, dude, like there's so much money in the world. You just have to go and get it, right? That is the only thing that you have to do. So seek honest, direct, constructive feedback. Do not get upset. Do not get sad. Um, it is what it is, you know, numbers don't lie. Awesome, man. I like it. And for anyone that would want to get in contact with you after this or learn more about you, where's the best place for them to do that? Facebook. You can, guys, shoot me a message on Facebook. If you have any questions, more than happy to help. Um, yeah, just on Facebook. Awesome. Cool. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. But otherwise, man, thank you very <laughs> much for coming on and sharing your story. Anytime. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye.